The Author Hangout, episode number 54. No, don't assume that other people will do the hard work for you. You really have to take ownership of doing your marketing and promotion yourself. Welcome to the Author Hangout, where we interview best-selling authors and experts in the book publishing industry to reveal the tips and advice you need to succeed as an author in today's publishing landscape. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sean Manaher. Welcome to another episode of the Author Hangout, where authors like you learn how to sell more books through the lessons, experiences, and wisdom from their fellow authors. She's an accomplished digital marketing expert broadcaster, and author who's on a mission to help entrepreneurs build sustainable businesses doing what they love. As a professional photographer, she has authored two popular books, including Boutique Baby Photography and Photographing Newborns. Besides hosting Mamika TV and teaching online courses in marketing, branding, and video marketing, she regularly speaks at photography and business conventions where she trains other small business owners. Here to share her story is the founder of Mamika Cooney, Inc., Mamika Cooney. Thanks for joining us on the Author Hangout. Great for having me here, Sean. I so appreciate you fitting me in your busy schedule. <laughs> uh, no worries, Mamika. And uh, I do appreciate you taking the time. Uh, what I love to hear, what we'd love to hear at the Author Hangout is the story behind you becoming an author. So fill in the gaps. Tell us the details. What was the buildup in you becoming a author? Sure. Well, as you mentioned, I've got two um, traditionally published books through a very small niche in the photography industry um, based on teaching professional photographers how to run a, a particularly baby uh, Pacific uh, photography brand. Now, for me, I've always loved writing and the you know creatives, whether it's been writing, um, uh, performing, um, you know, photography, and I always felt like there was something I wanted to help you know pass it forward and mm -hmm. teach other people. Now, of course, um, not knowing how I started, this was my first book was published around about 2011. Before this online um, uh, sort of marketing space, if you want to call it, has become much more popular than it is now. But what really, there's a, there's a ton of lessons I learned um, in publishing that and things that I know that I would do differently it, next time I, um, I, I decide to do another book. Now, of course, you mentioned a lot of your um, your uh, listeners are have either already published a book or are thinking of publishing a book. But you know, how many times have we we put our heart and soul into creating something? We have this grandiose idea. We, you know, write the copy, whether it's a novel or a or a business book, and you know, you put it out there, and it's like your baby, and you're so you're fabulously excited to get it out there, and crickets, you know, mm -hmm. nobody's there. You know, why isn't no one buying my book? Um, mm -hmm. It can be a very disheartening process, especially when you have expectations of um, thinking that, you know, the creation and the writing is the hardest part, and that is just the start. I wish somebody had told mm -hmm. me that the first time around, um, and I certainly would have done a, a, a quite a few things differently. Okay, and we'll jump into those things that you would do differently, but in going back to you writing this book, what was going on in terms of your life? Were people asking you, hey, Mamika, tell us how you've built your business, or was there just something going on that you said, I need to write this book about photography specific to newborns and helping helping other business owners? Yeah, sure. Well, how it all started is um, I've always been in online marketing back in the days when website and the internet first came out. Um, as you can tell, I'm not from around here. I'm from South Africa originally. My husband oh. and I started a web design company back in 98. And we had the opportunity to move from South Africa to England to, you know, further our, our online business when before the days of Google where you had, you know, internet directories and people searching <laughs> online. 
Um, and, uh, and so basically I developed my, um, my marketing skills, you know, really when it came out and started to test and try things. And then being a creative, I've always loved, you know, reading and writing and photography. And I, I kind of fell in love with photography as a career. Now, I, I, I was, it came as a shock to me that when you want to do something you love and you're pursuing something to learn, how hard it was to break down doors. Now, back in England, mm. now we're looking at about sort of 2002, 2003, when I decided I wanted to go from being a mom with a camera and to start to really make a business out of this and learn the craft of photography, I thought, well, you know, I may as well go to a local meetup group and meet with other people that, you know, you know, we can all help each other. And surely, you know, the same yeah. enthusiasm I had, I thought everybody else did. Well, Right. The first meeting I went, I'll never forget, it was, um, I lived in a, a city called York, which is North Yorkshire, a little higher, uh, sort mm-hmm. of towards the north of England. And the, I arrived there, and the first thing I noticed, I was the only woman. And I walked mm. in there very sheepishly, feeling, you know, very sort of, I don't know what to, who I would approach. I'm feeling like a real dork, just like you do when you're at a high school prom, right? <laughs> and you come with ideas. <laughs> I know the feeling so very well. And it's like, uh, I don't know anybody, who do I speak to? And I was just totally enthusiastic about learning and, you know, I wanted to approach people and I thought maybe if I showed them my work. And back in those days, I had like a shoebox under my arm of slide film. And back in those days, you know, slide is, film is a very expensive process because one exposure is like a, a pound. So you had <laughs> to make sure you knew what you're doing. And so I kind of learned the old school format in film before digital came up. But I thought, well, let me show them my work and surely they'll be excited to help me. I walked in there and the one, I, and I sort of tripped and dropped my box and was on the floor picking up the slides. And the one, and a bunch of guys was at the bar, looked down and started cackling amongst themselves, saying, Hey, love, why don't you go make us a cup of tea? Mm. And I was like, um, You know, when you feel like everybody's eyes are on you and everybody's laughing at you, yeah. like, uh, What the heck am I doing here? Let me get out of here. And that just really was the start of me having to really like, tear down these doors to get someone to actually help me. And I found it so hard just to, you know, people were very cagey. It was very much an old boys club. They did mm-hmm. not like this young woman, you know, mom with a camera, kind of like, what does she know about photography? Because, you know, you had to be, um, to, you know, to be considered a professional. You had to go through school. You had to get what we call an accreditation um, and really, you know, show that you've got the chops. And for me, it was just so hard. I mean, and even the other female photographers who were very cagey about, you know, letting on how they got there and, you know, what did they do and, you know, what's the best thing. And for me, I've always had the mindset of if um, if you're not telling me how I can improve, I can't learn. So for me, it was just really came from the passion of knowing how hard it was to get that information to help me with my business. And mm-hmm. then basically through the school of hard knocks, I learned, you know, what not to do and what, what really worked. And just through, you know, relationships and you know, really being persistent and trying to learn these things, I eventually developed um, a system through my own business. And then during that time, we moved from the UK to the USA, and I had to restart my business all over again. Wow. You know, with the, with under my wing, I had the experience now of knowing what I could do to make it really work. So by the time my husband and I hit American soil, I really had like my you know my my that was a wedding photographer at the time, dates booked up, and I knew exactly how to approach things. And because I'm always looking at things from um, an online marketing perspective, like where are people going? Where are people mm-hmm. led to? Like, let me go where they are instead of me sitting here, like, you know, having a party and no one knows the address, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so and that's really where that desire to really help others. And I've always been, you know, very much paid forward where I learned the hard way. So I want to make it easier for someone else to be able to live the life and have the business of their dreams without having to go through tearing down the doors that I had to, to get there.
Awesome. Mumika, thank you for sharing that backstory. That really is a pretty powerful thing and really defines probably your writing and the business that you have today. So why don't you share with us just a quick 30 seconds, what's going on with your writing and or business? Yeah, sure. So um, you know, I've written two books now. The last one it was came out in, um, it was a 2014, so about just almost a year ago. And basically, um, having you know built a name for myself and a brand within the photography industry I was really known as the baby photographer because I decided to really focus mm. on my niche yeah. and um, so and, and for me writing has always been one of those things like you have this almost like a play going on in your head like you really need to you can see the characters or how you want the concept to go down but for me the hardest struggle has been the procrastination of getting <laughs> it done you know like actually yeah. getting yourself to sit down and write I mean I always say I had 18 months of stress and uh, six weeks of writing. I mean, I like these are the mistakes I would have learned, yeah. you know, the, and not made myself lose so many, so many nights of sleepless nights because, um, you know, and not really having a plan. It's like I had a general idea, and once I laid it down, I thought this is great. This is what I know, and everybody's going to want to know what I have to know. And of course, this relates to business stuff. But what I didn't realize is I hadn't really figured out what the market wanted to learn and sort of answered and positioned the way that my book was as a brand in the marketplace, I kind of like just throwing it out there and, you know, build it mm -hmm. and they will come. That doesn't work mm -hmm. anymore. Um, unfortunately, just the way that the, the, the industry has become, it's so competitive that unless you are speaking to a very particular person with a very particular uh, need, like you explained to me the, you know, the client avatar of today's show, it's very hard for you really, really to gain that traction. And not just that is to create what we call a tribe or a following. Because, mm -hmm. you know, as, as authors, people want to hear from you because they want to read your books and follow your social media posts and, you know, check out your blog. Um, they want to get to know you as a person and especially when it relates to being a personal brand because as authors we are, right? People either like our style of writing, just like, like a style of photography. There's either one thing speaks to you or it doesn't. Um, and, and so I think that's, you know, a big mistake I'd learned that and why I'm so passionate about teaching and helping others um, you know, passion entrepreneurs really position themselves as so when you come up with a launch, whether it's a, a written book or a video or a course, you know exactly how to position it in the mind of the consumer. So then when you, you press ready, you know, ready, set, go, you can buy, people are there claiming to give you money. And with that, Mamika, you're coming from this at an angle as an online marketer first, then you wrote a book, and now you're in this position where you're wanting to help passionate entrepreneurs, and which is an interesting angle because in, in terms of those guests that we have on, oftentimes they're writers first. They figure out, oh, I need a market too. So how do you see marketing a book for an author like what's one thing in in the area of tactics that you think that has well number one worked for you that authors could take with them and uh so why don't we dive into one tactic that you think would be really good for authors to consider as they're looking to sell more books definitely well this is one thing i'm con constantly trying and testing and it's never like um a one thing but here's one tactic i know i'm starting to see a really good traction it is video now a lot of us as as writers you know you kind of feel like oh i don't want to be in front of the camera and what am i going to say but I really think for any kind of um, author or entrepreneur to really make a mark on today's, um, in, in a, to really get traction in marketing is to really connect with people. And I think for authors, you know, you, people who like to read books like to be able to connect with the story and the person behind the book that I really think that by focusing and sharing your, your vision or who you're talking to from a personal perspective will really help to make that connection. So it doesn't seem like people are just 
buying a, a, a commodity, right? Because no mm -hmm. one wants to feel like their book or their project is a commodity. But if we are doing what everybody else is doing, it's very hard for us to stand out. So my number one tactic now is to really think of yourself as an author, as a personal brand. Now, we're not talking about like, you know, um, I know Apple's been used a ton of times, but even like the Kardashians, even though I don't really care mm -hmm. to watch what they're doing, they've built a whole empire around the brand of what they stand for and what they offer, that people are coming to them to help sell their products. So we've got to start, start to think of ourselves as a personal brand and how we are positioned in the mind of the consumer. So if someone's going through the Amazon and is, you know, looking at suggested books or looking through the reviews, um, and wants to find a, a book to read. I mean, for me, I love listening to books on Audible. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm always wanting to see, you know, is this for me, is this speaking to me? And wh what is the difference between, like, say, marketing books or a dime a dozen? But how do mm -hmm. you stand out from being a different? It's is your point of view, right? Is how you feel. And sometimes actually showing a little bit of skin. In other words, a, before you even wait, and I think this is another thing, is if you wait to market your book once you finish writing it, you've already 10 steps behind. I really mm -hmm. think where you can get some traction is to show people part of the journey. Because us as um, authors, it's very much a personal thing, right? We, we sort of laying yep. it out there. We're putting our personalities and our thought processes out for the world to criticize. And sometimes it feels like such a lonely slog like there's no one who really understands like oh i don't really feel like getting up to write today but i know if i don't write a thousand words i'm never going to hit my my deadline and my editor keeps emailing me like can i see a proof in a draft i'm like no way stop harassing me <laughs> you know and then of course you get to a panic and then you, you then you start to push it and then you don't do the best work you can where i think by letting people into the actual writing process um can actually start to help like using instagram even though it's a visual medium like hey this is a picture of me at Starbucks, you know, writing it out, working on my book, kind of build it anticipation. Think of it like your book is a movie, it's a blockbuster movie. How does Hollywood do it? How many times have you seen a promo for a new movie that comes out? They hit it hard. It's not always the same ad. Different parts of the story are slowly, mis you know, being drip fed to the audience. Mm -hmm. So it builds that anticipation. It builds that interest. And that mystique is a really big part, part of a book. Cause you know, when you, when you publish the book, that's the big reveal, but there's steps to take before the big reveal. Like how do you sell those hot tickets to get people so interested claiming for your book? They can't wait to read it. Like, you know, how you've decided to mind map the story or even the first process is why should you write the book and do your people and does your tribe care? Like, is this of interest to them? Kind of getting them involved in helping you tweak. Because when you get feedback from people, you can certainly get a, um, a, a, a different viewpoint that you might not, not have thought of. And being able to include that part in your book um, really does help. So think of your book launch as a premiere to a movie. And it will totally change the way you feel about marketing. Awesome. And Mika, we started this uh, segment in this particular question where you're leading into this idea of video and using video. I can attest that if I can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> we started the Author Hangout as actually a video podcast. And if you go back and look at that first video that I did and I hosted it with, or I was the host and I was interviewing this guy, Jason Weiser from Weiser Sites uh, LLC. And man, that was such a bad <laughs> video. But, you know, I really appreciate you saying that, you know, do video. It's one of those areas that, yes, you're going to be scared. You're going to be uh, afraid. What are people going to think? People are actually going to see me as a writer. Uh, but it can, as you say, create that personal connection that you just don't get 
in in forms of written text and images and just books that you're creating. So I really appreciate you saying that. With that, Mamika, you make it look pretty easy. I've, I've stalked your uh, <laughs> Mamika TV YouTube uh, channel, but why don't you share with us some of the tools that you use in order to produce a video? Sure. Well, as you said, I've uh, been hosting my own sort of video podcast slash audio podcast for the last sort of uh, almost two years and I've done episode 80 um, and what I realized is uh, I really love the video format not not to mention from a, a visual perspective because I'm a photographer but I have experience as a broadcaster so for me being in front of the camera was the easy part but even though I could create high quality videos it didn't matter if no one was seeing them so for me the tools that I love to use I always think you know and just like you, I look back at some of the first ones I did and I cringe like, oh my gosh, I actually put that out there. But a lot of yeah. the time, you know, I think we get what we call perfection paralysis. We feel like it has to be totally perfect. The lighting is going to be Hollywood quality before we put anything out there. But what I love about the way that things are now is people want more of an authentic feel to your brand. And for me, even though I have the fancy lighting and I have the, you know, the high-end DSLR, I'm starting to use my iPhone more than anything else. Like the lights of Periscope, I think is perfect um, for authors, especially if you don't really want to have a lot of production quality. It literally is streaming FaceTime to people who follow you on Twitter. It's that easy. And it's definitely over the summer taken, gone like gangbusters with everybody. I mean, my phone keeps beeping of this person's live and this person's live. Like sometimes you want to just have a Q&A or you want to, yeah. you know, you want to put some ideas out there and say, hey, what do you think about this idea for my next book? And but of course, it starts with you starting to have a following or a building a tribe. And I, and I know that's a whole lesson that we can do on another day. But basically, you just need to start. doesn't matter if the lighting is bad or if you sound and you sound awkward. It's only when you start to take those first baby steps, you start to do things better and feel more comfortable doing them. So a simple tips is use your iPhone. Tip number one with using an iPhone, make it the, the shot steady. In other words, get a tripod. Like you can get a very cheap, I think I got like a tabletop tripod for $10 on Amazon. It was really mm -hmm. not a lot. But, you know, you can get these additional um, lighting clips and you can get an additional um, directional mic, which helps to make the sound better. But if you're recording, say, indoors and that you can control the ambient sound, just, you know, speak straight to your iPhone like you're speaking to a friend. And just start to talk. And then you look at yourself, you play it back, and you can, you know, start to make adjustments. And, you know, of course, everyone's going to go, oh, I look awful. But forget about that. It's People are interested in the content. What do you have to say? I want to hear your point of view. Give me your words, just like we put them in, in paper. We would just need to start speaking them. So I'd say definitely start with your iPhone, keep it simple, and just start with the first one. Fantastic, Mamika. Thank you for that. And I'm sure that we're going to get a takeaway from you in terms of where people can find you if they have any other questions related to, you know, how they can use video in their author career. So thank you for that. Uh, with that, Mamika, just one last question as we wrap things up. It's a pretty big one. Uh, as you look at, you've had this backstory as to why uh, you wanted to write your books. Now you've written these books and now you're taking this all this collective wisdom and, and building your businesses and helping entrepreneurs. With all that said, if you were starting all over again as a self-published author, what three things would you tell yourself to, to do to help you sell more books? Right. Well, very good question. So the first thing I would consider is that 
I made the assumption that when I had signed with a um, traditional publisher that they would handle all the marketing, thinking, oh, the hardest part for me is just to write it. And once I've written it and, you know, I've gone over the galley and everything's ready to print and hit send, great. Now all the orders are going to come flooding in. Uh, no, don't assume that other people will do the hard work for you. You really have to take ownership of doing your marketing and promotion yourself because, you know, when like uh, um, authors are a dime a dozen, books are a dime a dozen, you have to think of how you want to position yourself. And um, it did help that the books that I wrote were in a very small niche, like baby photography for professionals is a very small niche. There's only a few people mm -hmm. who actually would be, where if you did marketing 101, you know, it's kind of like very broad topic. Um, so really what I would tell myself is before you start writing is to start really listening to what people have to say, listen to their problems. Um, and I'm particularly talking about if you're doing like a, uh, I'm not, not talking about novels or, you know, biographies. It's more about if you're doing like a business book, especially because instead of building something and hoping they will come, you need to build something people want. So, you know, even if it means adding an extra chapter or maybe making something sound a little more simplified because it might seem easy to you, but maybe confusing to someone else is to really start to taste the waters before you finish the whole product. Because, you know, just like no matter what what we create in this world, whether it's a book, a course, or a, or a product, there's no point in going through the effort to create it, realizing nobody wants it. So I would really say is to start building my following an email list sooner than I did, um, you know, hoping that I could rely on what the publisher's arm was and getting it out through distributors. Because it was, for me, it was very disappointing realizing that they just, just didn't sell like I expected <laughs> it to. And with that, Mamika, any last final words that you would like to share with the audience of the Author Hangout about uh, specifically marketing and self-published uh, books? Sure. I definitely would say if the next time you're going to do a book, treat your book like a launch, like an event. Even if it means that you hold back for a particular date, you start to drive traffic to even a la simple landing page and start collecting people's email addresses because you need to start the conversation. People just don't buy randomly anymore. They really need to feel like there's a reason to buy from you, whether it's reviews or whether somebody recommends it or whether they've seen you online, is to really start to build that tribe, that community of people who like what it is that you have to offer. Because in the second time you do it, it's going to be much easier. Like marketing my book, the second one was far easier than the first one because I really had mm. built up a following and people knew and I built up the excitement and anticipation that when we did, when it was released and ready for published, uh, you know, publication, people were, were right there because I treated it like an actual event. I hosted a Facebook event. I sent out, you know, an, an email invite um, and that really worked really well. Awesome. Mamika, thank you so much for that. And thank you again for taking time to be on the Author Hangout. With that, why don't we close out this episode with you sharing with people how they can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Well, as I said, uh, I specialize in helping other entrepreneurs who are passionate about sharing what it is they do. Um, and I teach video marketing. And if you, if you, if you want to get a free um, a branding assessment guide, I do have it on my website at mamikacuni.com. And you can follow me on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on everywhere. You just search for my name, Mamika Cuni. And I also have a free um, Facebook group that I'm an administrator of called Brand Story Marketing. So if you want to like hash out ideas, we have a very supportive, engaging group. I'll, you know, you, you click to apply and make sure that you're legit and not somebody spammy. And then we'll <laughs> add you to the group and just really conversations and from like-minded, um, passionate entrepreneurs who really want to build a business from their passion. And yeah, I hope you join me there. 
Awesome. Mamika Cooney, thank you for taking time to be on the Author Hangout today. Your insights, lessons, and your books will be shared at theauthorhangout.com. Thanks again, Mamika. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you uh, to our very loyal listeners of the Author Hangout, which is powered by Book Marketing Tools. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Author Hangout. Thanks for listening to The Author Hangout. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher to get the new episodes delivered directly to your device. Watch the video from this episode and get the transcript at theauthorhangout.com. The Author Hangout is brought to you by bookmarketingtools.com. As an author, you might be stuck not knowing exactly what to do to market your books and yourself effectively. No problem. Book Marketing Tools has you covered through our free guide, the ultimate author checklist for online book marketing. From start to finish, you will get a broad and detailed understanding on how you can effectively go from selling no books to reaching hundreds of readers. You can get this free resource at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks. And when you sign up, you enroll in our exclusive weekly author email where we share with you the latest tools and tips for authors covering things like how to find readers, selling more books, how to get book reviews, and everything an author needs to be effective in reaching readers. You can get the guide and sign up at bookmarketingtools.com slash sellbooks.